Thanks for sending that in. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, but we've got a theme song, everybody. It's it's Horny Creek. Welcome. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It's been a good week. It's March 11th, 1998. Time's flying. Time is on my side. It's my friend Ben's birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Ben. Benjamin. It's exciting. It is exciting. What's Ben doing for his birthday this year? I don't know. That's kind of sad. Ben lives in Las Wages. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing for his birthday this year. Probably celebrating, is my well, guess. Well, let's, let's hope. Maybe he'll <laughs> go to a casino or a stripped club. If you work in a casino, do you really want to go to a casino to also have fun? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Although, when I visited him out there before, we've gone to a buffets at the casino. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing, is if you live in Vegas, a lot of the entertainment spots are inside casinos. That is true. That is true. So you don't necessarily need to go to gamble. Like, Ben's not a big gambler. Like here, you know, the movie theaters are located inside of malls. True. In Las Vegas, they're located inside of casinos. Correct. Yeah, they, they, they try to do like a family-friendly atmosphere. They, they, they've been trying to do that for a while. Circus, circus, and stuff like that. I remember going there when I was a little younger with my parents, and they'd go and gamble, and they'd give me a bunch of quarters to go to the arcade oh, they had cool. inside the casino. That sounds fun. I, I never went as a child to Vegas, so. Yeah, being abandoned uh, inside of a casino with no parental <laughs> supervision for hours on end. It was great. I mean, it sounds fun to me. It was fun. It's only now that I look back at them, I was like, oh, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that is. But it was fun. But anyway, speaking of fun, hmm. we watched an episode of Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Horny Creek. Escape from New York. I wouldn't call this episode fun. No, it's not fun at all. This is probably one of that the was... least fun episodes that we've had. But... One of the hornier episodes. Do you think? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. I mean, I know there was the serial rapist who was kind of horny. Yeah. And there's Joey. Joey's. Uh, yeah. Joey's always horny. Horniness. That's true. Pacey's horny. Who's, who's Pacey horny for? Well, I mean, no one in particular, but just he's always horny. He's always talking <laughs> about that stuff. Sure. The only one that's not really is, oh, what's her name? Jen. Yeah. Michelle Williams. Yeah, she's got her legs crossed. Michelle Williams. She's trying to be a good girl. Yeah. See how long it lasts. We will. <laughs> but, uh, Carol, tell us. So, this episode starts out 
Did, did we start in Dawson's bedroom as per usual? Did, yes. Did, did, did we? Yes, we Yes, did. we did. Joey is exhausted. She crawls through his window <laughs> talking about how she has barely slept for days because of the new baby. And That's he tells right. her to, you know, just go ahead and sleep over so she can get some rest. And I said, your girlfriend's going to love that. Right. Well, apparently she doesn't mind that much. Nope. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so she immediately just passes out. Um, that's our nice intro. So we just, all we know is Joey is sleep deprived. While, while we get the exposition, well, I don't know, foreshadowing or whatever for the episode where, um, where Dawson is, uh, lamenting about Gary Cooper and how the Gary Cooper types of the world aren't around anymore. The bookish nice guys or whatever. Okay. Yeah. The, the middling attractive guys that women would fawn over i guess so he identifies with those people yeah i guess yeah. He, i'll tell you what though james vanderbeek fine actor or whatever you're no gary cooper <laughs> sorry i have no idea was gary cooper like better looking or something is that what you're trying to say or? i don't think that dawson is very good looking to be honest with you and i hate his garbage personality <laughs> Wow. We'll get into Tell that. Tell us how you really feel. We'll get into that in this episode because he he makes every wrong decision you could make in this episode. As per usual. He was starting to win you over last episode, but I guess not. Yeah, a little bit, but the Breakfast Club episode? Yeah, he's all right. So, yeah. Um, well, you were like on his side anyway. I was on his side in the whole um angry about Jen not wanting him. And so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I could see his point of view, yes. So, what's funny is in this episode, um, Cliff, the football player, walks up to Dawson and asks if, you know, he knows where Jen is. Yeah, what a cameo. Because <laughs> he wants to invite her to this barbecue he's having. Yeah. And he's like, you know, what the hell? You can even come too if you want. Uh, hey, do you know if she has a boyfriend? Like, genuinely... Asking, not trying to be a douche. No. And, Comes off like a douche. Well, but. yeah, because he is. But, I mean, he was not trying to be mean to Dawson when he did this. He truly didn't know. And Dawson's like, uh, yeah, I mean, he's like, oh, he's so surprised. I don't know how he doesn't know. Because it's they they live in a small town. They talk about it all the time. <laughs> they they There can't be that many people in this high school. How does has that not made the rumor mill? How does not everyone? I grew up in a small town high school. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows everyone else's business, right? But maybe Dawson's not interesting enough. But Jen is. <laughs> All the guys who would want to have sex with Jen or date Jen or whatever you want, however you want to say it, would would know if she was available or not. Right. Well, and the last time we saw Cliff. He and Dawson were actually kind of like fighting it out for D- Jen at a yeah, dance. At the so, dance, yeah. Yeah, he should have known that something was up and is, not just been like, hey. Is this just an indication that that he's just an idiot? Maybe, or it's an indication that uh, Dawson and Jen's relationship isn't as solid as it might seem to us. Right, or he heard rumors of it and he just didn't believe it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he was just trying to confirm it. That's funny. Either way, um, Dawson has been invited to this party. And, yes. and he does tell Jen also. Um, 
he goes. What? Why are you laughing at me? I always laugh at you when I can see you trying desperately to remember what's happening next. You're so mean. Yeah, I am. So while Jen is talking to Dawson, Mm She sees some guy walk in in a black leather jacket and start staring at her. And a guy that Pacey had an encounter with earlier, oh, in the, yeah. earlier in the episode. Yeah, he was trying to get directions to the high school and Pacey gave him directions and then asked if he wanted him to ride with him since he's going there and he uh-huh. could navigate. And he was just like, yeah, no, nah, and drove off. Yeah, asshole. Yeah. So we, we already know he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. So... Jen's like, yeah, okay, I'll catch up with you, Dawson. Like, all, like, distracted and weird, and Dawson doesn't seem to notice right away, but, I mean, he did stick around and spy on her, so. Yeah, I think he noticed. <laughs> um, She leaves with this dude who who has driven, according to him, all night from New York to see her. Yeah. She says it's four hours away, so. I don't know. What time do you think it is? <laughs> What time do I think it is right now? <laughs> no, I was just saying, like... Like, what is going on? <laughs> well, I'm just... He says all night. I'm just trying to think about, like, what what does he mean by that? Because, like, if it... He's a liar. Okay. He, st- he stopped other places to have sex with other women? I don't know. <laughs> He's not telling the truth. It's three... Later, he, he admits he with, if traffic's good, he can get there in three and a half hours. Right. So... I don't know. It's probably 10, maybe, in the morning. I don't know what time it is. I think it's right at the, the beginning of school. I think it's like 8 a.m., so he started at... The, the, when the when the bar is closed. He fin- yeah, he finished his cocaine bender and then got in the car. <laughs> How old do you think this dude is? He's definitely not in high school. He looked like he was 20, 21, something like that. Too old for Jen. Oh, 100%. And yet, she's been there for months, and he's obsessed enough with her... To drive from another state. I'm telling you, if you get some uh, some quality 16 year old vagina, I guess. Oh it's, my god! I guess it really gets in you. That's like the worst thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know who knows? I don't know. Damn right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because you're not 16 or a different age. Yeah, nobody knows. Anyway. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) but maybe when this started, you were 16. And so it just, you've ensnared me. Maybe. Or maybe you were a different age. (laughs) We don't know. Um, we never will. (laughs) It turns out that this is the guy. The guy. Who she got caught in her parents' bed with. Oh, okay, yes, that's correct. And the reason that she was sent to Cape Side in the first place. Yeah. So she's like, you know, my father sent me all the way here to get away from you. How can you be here? Yeah, she doesn't look like uh, she doesn't look like she's unhappy to see him. She doesn't look happy to see him either, though. I, I mean, she looks shocked, for sure. Yeah. She's maybe a little flattered, but she's not doing a very good job of sending him any kind of getaway signals either. That's the big problem, because as comes up later in this episode, like, let's speed this up a little bit. As comes up later in this episode, uh, she, he, 
she, he, and Dawson she, he, 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 are all he, having he. a conversation. And Dawson correctly points out, like, hey, it doesn't seem like he got the message to go away. She, he's like, hey, I don't have money for a hotel room. Obviously, I can't stay with you. Can you find me a place to sleep? That seems like a lot to put on her, too. Yeah. I mean, her response should have been, if she doesn't want to see him, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. She's giving off the signals she wants to give off. Because if she didn't want to see him, she could easily say, uh, no, fucking Deal with it yourself, or better yet, get back to your own home. Right. Get out of here. Yeah, she didn't invite him. (laughs) It's not her responsibility that he's there. If she's totally committed to Dawson and doesn't want to have anything to do with this guy, she should have been much more forceful with getting him out of here. I think a big part of what goes wrong in this episode is on her shoulders. Oh, yeah, for sure. She, um, she, I'm trying to think about how this all goes down. Like Dawson catches the two of them talking. Right. And Jen ends up asking Dawson if this guy can stay with him. Right. And well, he, she admits she's honest about it because he's like, well, you know, whatever. I don't know. I've never heard of this person or whatever. And she goes, I've told you about him. And he was like, then he gets it. He was like, oh, that's the guy? And she was like, yes, but it's over now. And I don't, I, I've i told him I moved on with you. I don't know. She's not being honest with herself, I guess. So Dawson agrees. Yeah, what the fuck, Dawson? Like, that's 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 issue number two here. Like, why does Dawson agree, agree to this? Does he just that firmly believe that nice guys are not going to finish last? That nice guys are going to get the girl? Because I, I don't know. He's coming across as a lot more than just a nice guy and more of like a pushover. He's not a nice guy. He's 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 the kind of fake nice guy that exists in the real world. He's he's a ni- he's wants you to believe he's a nice guy, but he's a scumbag down <laughs> deep, trust me. And and it's the worst kind of scumbag cuz he won't admit it to himself. Wow. He's a scumbag that thinks he's a nice guy. He's like, oh, but I'm I'm always nice to people unless I'm calling them whores. <laughs> and like, but anyway, before we get to that point, um, so what ha- what he says to Pacey later is, if I kick him out, I look petty, but letting him stay there, I look like a fool mm-hmm. or a pushover or however he says it. But essentially, the sentiment that you made, and it's like. You should never have allowed him to stay in the first place. You wouldn't be looking petty if you were like, no. Do I want to shack up with your uh, the guy that used to fuck my girlfriend? No, thank you. Right. You know, and I would say to her, look, if you're committed to me and you have no interest in this guy, tell him to fucking hit bricks. Right. But he does not do any of that. And if you don't want to do that, then obviously you've got some issues to work out with him and you don't need me. So, see you later. That's what someone with self-respect would do. Mm-hmm. But Dawson has no self-respect. No. Instead of Dawson whines the whole fucking episode. Mm-hmm. At one point, this dude, whose name I can't remember now, Rick or whatever. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know his fucking name. But he uh, he's with Jen. And Billy. Billy, maybe. Yeah, Billy. And he's, she's like, I want you to go. 
But she says it in not like a strong way, but she's like, I want you to go or whatever. He's like, okay, well, you know, uh, uh, just get like, how about a good, how about a goodbye kiss? And she does it, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. A goodbye kiss is never a goodbye kiss. No. And I will say, in her defense, she cut it off very quickly. She pushes his face away. <laughs> but it's still not cool. Yeah. So then... Well, no, she says, like, promise me you'll leave if I do this. And he yes. does promise. Yes, he does. And then, uh, this is, at this point, I we'll get to the Joey stuff, I, I think, separately. But at this point... Uh, Dawson's at the party mm-hmm. and um, Jen shows up and he's like, oh, he's so happy. He's like, oh, you're here. I told him to leave and he's going, oh, yay, you know, and stuff. Yeah, she just goes right to this party to be with Dawson after she kicks the guy out, after she kisses him. Right. Like, he saw Joey at the party. He didn't invite Joey to the party. No, Pacey invited Joey to the party. But he saw Joey at the party and was like, oh, I'll get us drinks and stuff like that. We'll all hang out together. Jen's not here. Obviously, things aren't going well or whatever, you know. And he's all being pouty Dawson and stuff, right? And then um, when Jen shows up, he goes off with her and forgets all about Joey. And then this fucking, I don't know, <laughs> like, uh, blonde, long, blonde-haired... I don't know what he, the fuck he looks he is. like a Hanson brother reject. Yes, there you go. Hanson brother reject is like, oh, do you want? Uh, well, here, here's something to drink. And I think he fucking slipped a roofie in that drink. Well, she was pounding those drinks pretty, pretty hard. Oh, that's true. It could, but never take an open container from a stranger, ladies. Fuck no, especially not one that looks like uh, a Hanson brother reject, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, but yeah, um. But that so then she shows up and and they uh, what what's funny too to me is when they first when they first go to the barbecue it's it's basically a beach party yeah they're on the beach yeah I guess what's his name uh, he must live on the beach football player lives on the beach but um they play that song damn it by uh, Blink One Eighty Two which kind of foreshadows uh the what happens at the end of this episode yeah but i i said i want to i want to talk about this with you because we didn't previously talk about this okay. but i said while the episode was on i was like oh that's a sad song and i saw you give me a look like like you didn't like you were confused or you were like well, what, i, I don't really know i don't i've never really paid that much attention to the song so well, it doesn't sound sad but that of course doesn't mean the lyrics aren't right so it's like Blink-182 does... I actually think Blink-182 is... They're one of my favorite bands, and I actually think they're um, they're pretty uh, pretty good songwriters. But it's... Um, it's uh, um, Mark Hoppus, you know, the their singer. He wrote it about, like, breaking up with his girlfriend. Okay. Um, and... Uh, but the the way Blink One Eighty Two we we haven't talked about music like a ton um, recently because you know we haven't done a mixtape in a long time. True. Um, but one of the things I like about them is so they're like kind of like pop punk. Their their lyrics are poppy and they sound happy a mm-hmm. lot of times where they're like they're all you know like just dance 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 and then their the music is is very punk like that you know like mm-hmm. and, and a lot of it's they're they're sometimes derided as like a a simple band or like 
hardcore musicians that I know and talk to like kind of write them off because punk tends to be fast, loud, and have pretty simple chords and simple corn corn chord uh, progressions. Um, but I don't think that necessarily you know discredits you as a band. But I'm going to give you just a little bit of the lyrics here. Okay. Without the context of the poppiness and the... Because you could totally turn this into like a Sinatra-style song almost. Like, um, uh, but, um, so let me think. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. The, the, chor- the chorus is, uh, and it's happened once again. I turn to a friend, someone that understands, sees through the master plan, but everybody's gone, and I've been here too long. Uh, um, to face this on my own, well, I guess this is growing up. And then uh, the part where he's talking about like his girlfriend, he's like, and maybe I'll see you at a movie sneak preview. You'll show up and walk by on the arm of that guy. And I'll smile and you'll wave. We'll pretend it's okay. The charade, it won't last. When he's gone, I won't come back. And it's happened once again. You'll turn to a friend, someone that understands and sees through the master plan. But everybody's gone, and you've been here too long to face this on your own. Well, I guess this is growing up. So it's, it's a sad fucking song. Yeah. Like, it's it's a really heavy song, but it's, you know, it's it's super fast, and it's got, like, all the poppy music and stuff, so it doesn't sound sad. But it's like it's it's a uh, it's deep, you know. Yeah. And um, it's very apropos. It's almost foreshadowing to this whole episode. Okay. But yeah, when that song came out, I was like, "Oh, that's a sad song." But yeah. So Dawson and John are happy and having fun to this song, and right. <laughs> and then Billy just shows right back up. Yep. Like they're talking about him when he walks up to. It's yeah. awful. Like he just jumps into the conversation. It's like he's fucking in the movie Scream or something like that. <laughs> he just fucking jumps out. Right. And she he's like she Dawson's like, I thought you fucking said he left. And she was like, He was supposed to and he goes, Yeah, I was going to Jen, but that that goodbye kiss was uh not a l not enough goodbye and a little more kiss and uh Dawson's like, You kissed him? These kids and fucking kissing. Right. They are kiss whores. <laughs> All of them. Like, not just Jen, but Dawson, too. Yeah. And Pacey. They like, all kiss around. I don't understand it. Like, kissing means nothing, I guess. But it seemed to, today, like, you know, for Dawson today. I, but he was going to forgive her. Well, true. But, you know, like that's you still, said, he has no self-respect. That's still cheating to me. I mean, that's fucked. Yeah, so there's different levels of cheating. Yeah, that's a lower level of cheating, but like, yeah, she, this is a fucked up situation, and I really hate it. And I and I and like the basically Dawson's like, you know, you got to choose him or me, and like or whatever. Who's the who's the third wheel? That's what that's what he says. And Jen goes, "I'm starting to think it's me," and she turns around and walks away. First of all, 
Bush League, Jen. That's fucking weak as shit. <laughs> you created this situation. Well, she created the situation. Billy's being an asshole, a hundred percent. But she's not calling him on it. Yeah. When he showed up, and the whole goodbye kiss thing came up, and Dawson freaks out and stuff. If she really, if she really wanted him gone, and she really wanted to be da- with Dawson. At that point, when he promised to leave and all that shit, and he broke his promise, she could easily say, I picked Dawson. You're the third wheel. Get the fuck out. Right. We're trying to have a a party here. But she doesn't. She's just just like, she's just like, oh, I'm going to leave. And then, and then Dawson. And oh my God, James Vanderbeek. Give him a fucking Emmy for for this shit. (laughs) Because I I guarantee that that the real act the real person James Vanderbeek mm-hmm. is not the pussy that Dawson is, but the perfect way that he goes. See what you did? You ruined everything, <laughs> or however, like whatever his exact words were, and he sounds like he's gonna fucking cry. Like, oh my god, I wanted to slam a fist through his face and, oh. and be like, "Jeez, that's a little harsh," and be like, "Fucking man up." I mean, Jesus Christ. He just got his heart broken. Well, I don't... Well, I guess. I mean, she, she, she kissed another away. guy and then yeah. walks away and, like, I mean, like, yeah. But he's being a loser. You can't help it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I holy it's shit. It's just who he is. He is, the mo- is he the most unlikable protagonist in, a, really in a TV show ever? <laughs> So then he goes home from the party and looks out his window and sees Jen on the dock that apparently they share, I guess. So, no? Well, if we don't want to involve Joey, then yes, that's what happens next in the storyline of Dawson and Jen. Well, I I thought we were going to talk about Joey separately. Okay. So he goes out to see her on the dock. I love when you fucking get pissed off at me, but you don't want to say it. So you just make a face. Interrupting me when we're recording is your favorite thing to do in the whole world. I it's, really think. it's pretty far up there. Yeah. It really is. Anyway, go ahead. He goes to talk to Jen. Yes. Who's standing alone on the dock. And I saw this coming a mile away. Oh, wait. Rewind, though. We never said... When him and Billy were fighting about her on the beach, Billy says, like, something about how he had her, or... Mm -hmm. And he's like, you and everyone else, Dawson said that. Yeah, in front of Jen, yeah. Yeah, so... so, That was a bad move. Yeah, I think maybe... That's that's part of the, the, I'm a nice guy, but, like... Yeah, because that's his his retort back to Billy, because Billy's like... Hey man, I've had her, and he's like, "Yeah, you and everyone else." <laughs> like, that's the toxic fucking. He's an asshole mm-hmm. underneath everything. Dawson coming out, and then later at the dock, he tries to explain it away as, "I'm I'm sorry when I'm insecure, my bad side comes out and everything." And it's like, no, that's fucking the real you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jen's just. Jen's just done. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. She doesn't want to be with Billy. She wants to be on her own and figure out herself, which is what she should have been doing, honestly, from the beginning. She told Billy to pack up and leave. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Jen breaks up with Dawson in maybe the best way you can break up with somebody. Because she says, like you said, I need to be alone. I've never had enough courage to be on my own. And like you said, figure herself out and all that other stuff. And she was like, and, you know, I'm going to miss you so much. I'm going to feel a thousand miles away from you, even though I'm only 40 feet, sleeping 40 feet away. And she goes, and I'm going to regret my decision all the time. And Dawson's got this face like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to regret my decision all the time. And she's like, and when I come crawling back to you to, you know, take me back, you'll have every right to say, no, I'm with somebody else now or, or whatever. And, you know, and then that's kind of how she ends it. But it's like basically, which I don't, I don't think this is what's going to happen in the show. But basically, what she's saying is, she needs to be alone, not dating anyone else, to get her head right. And Dawson can go out and bang as many chicks as, as she wants and date all these women. And when, and then when she's ready, she'll come crawling back to him. Yeah, that's what she's saying. Yep, but I don't think that's going to happen. But Dawson is like. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to be here when you come crawling back. So, you know, how can you do this? Fuck you, basically. That's the other toxic thing that comes out is she do- she says all this, like I said. Nice stuff. The nicest way you could possibly break up with somebody. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's right. I won't take you back. Uh, why would I fucking take take back somebody that's uh, willing to break my own cheats and is a slut? And, and you're like, you know, and just fucking goes off on her. And then just storms away. He didn't away. call her a slut. No, he stopped short of that. But he was a fucking whiny, yes. entitled, emotional baby. He is a very annoying and emotional and just desperate and pathetic character. And then he storms off. Instead of taking it like a man, he does that. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't think they belong together. Well, no, I agree. I, I, I'm glad that this happened. I think Jen requires a much stronger person. I wonder if her and uh, Joey might get along better now. Maybe. We'll have to see. Well, it depends on what happens with Joey and Dawson. Right. Yeah, so, okay, so Joey, like we said, is exhausted. Pacey invites her to go to this party with him while she's at work. Yeah, well, she's fucking slammed at work. Yeah. And her sister, it, it seems like her sister maybe owns the place or whatever. She's just like, go. Go have fun. Just leave. Like, just send her out even though they're slammed and everything, which is really nice. It was really nice for her sister. I think she knows that it's been hard for her with the new baby and that she wants to, like, just go have some fun, you know? Yeah, which she should. She's, you know, a teenager, not mm-hmm. a mother. So she goes with, with Pacey. Pacey entices her by saying it's a barbecue that Dawson will be at. Without which, Jen. Without Jen, yeah. right. So that's why she's so happy when, you know, Dawson's, like, paying attention to her and, like, oh, I'm going to go get us drinks. And and then Jen shows up. And, and he just disappears. Yeah, he absolutely, yeah, acts like he fucking died. So as prior mentioned, um, serial rapist boy comes up and plies her with an unknown number of drinks. She is already probably loopy from lack of sleep, but she gets very drunk. Pacey keeps trying to intervene. Yeah. (laughs) 
and gets called away to something else. I don't know. Well, I mean, Joey's telling him to go away and leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she's not receptive to his help in any way. Um, and then this guy is, like, basically holding her up on the on the beach and trying to kiss her at the same time. When a girl is so drunk that you got to hold her up, it's not the time to make a move. No. But, I mean, that's the thing is a lot of guys are fucking like that. Yeah. That's no good. In my opinion, and maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm just an idiot or whatever, but in my opinion, you should never uh, take advantage of a woman that's drunk unless, like, it's, you know, unless you're in a long-term relationship married or engaged like mm-hmm. like us at that point where you've been together so long that like you know i don't know your the consent and everything is is built in and and you know you already have that connection and stuff like that you you sleep together on a regular basis anyway then you know that's fine but if you're picking up a chick the whole getting a tr- chick drunk and then to have sex with them is like it's so scummy to me. It's very scummy. It's like, and that's not a manly thing to do either. No. Like anytime any guy has told me something like a story like that, I'm like, oh well, nice rape job. Like I mean, like and they're all, and they're always like, what are you talking about? What are you like, and I'm like, it's, it's that's fucking scumbag behavior. Yes, and it's, I don't think of it as man. Like even in the like even. Thinking totally macho meathead way, it's not manly because that's like fucking using a cheat code <laughs> in a video game or something like that. Like that's you didn't pick that chick up. Jim Beam picked that chick up, right. and you and you just were the recipient of it. Whatever you know what I mean. Like that's not you. You weren't charming. You didn't. When a guy can pick up a chick at a bar, it's because he has. Put in the time to have good, uh, you know, good hygiene to (laughs) develop an interesting personality to, you know, be successful in in business or or in the arts or or something like that. Like, you know, if a guy is very good at picking up women without alcohol or any of those other adulterants, it's because he's put work in, in him to in himself to make him a more interesting, valuable, good person. And that's good for society. Because when you're not trying to pick up chicks, then you become a a good functioning member of society. If you're a fucking scumbag that lives in your mom's basement and has a fifth of Jaeger and just pours it down women's throats so that you can have sex with them, you're not contributing anything to society. Correct. Yeah, except, you know, violations and, you and know, perhaps, possibly babies. Yeah, I was going to say, perhaps more of you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the problem. So, Pacey comes over yet again. And this time, because this guy is literally, did he actually kiss her? Or was, yes. Yeah, he's literally like made his move now. He, he has got her on the beach, and he's basically trying to take her pants off at this point. Right. So Pace- He's going to fuck her on the public beach. <laughs> You'll never get sand out of there, Joey. <laughs> Pacey walks up and just decks the guy, knocks him out. Yeah. Does, and it's a juxtaposition to Dawson fucking whining mm-hmm. in the corner 
because those two those two scenes are like back to back. Yeah, and it's like it 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 makes me realize how much more I like Pacey than <laughs> than, than Dawson because Pacey is I'm so much more like Pacey than I am like Dawson. And then Dawson comes running over to check on Joey because she falls down. Right. Because, again, the man was holding her up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, are you okay? And she smiles and says, thank you, Dawson, because she thinks that he punched the guy. I don't even know if she thinks that or not, but she she said something like, you're my hero or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And Pacey's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. He just, <laughs> he just shakes his head. So they take her home. Yes. Lay her down. This is hilarious. She caresses Dawson's cheek and gives him a huge kiss. And the whole time Pacey is in the room with the baby, he's unplugged the baby monitor so that they can, you know, get her settled in without. Right. And he's recounting the plot to the film, The English Patient. Yeah. She had mentioned earlier to Pacey that uh, it was the only thing that could get the baby to sleep. Because the movie sucks. It is awful. And I love that they point out how shitty that movie is in this TV show. Yeah. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Thank you, Kevin Williamson. (laughs) But anyway, so they're walking home and Dawson says something like, oh, you know, she probably mistook mistook me for Brad Pitt or whatever, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, James Vanderbeek. No offense, but you're yeah. both blonde. End of uh here, let's let's uh let's say all the ways that um that Dawson or James Vanderbeek and Brad Pitt are alike. Blonde. <laughs> End of list. There you go. But Pacey points out that she did not mistake him for anything. He's like, she is completely in love with you. Do you not understand that yet? And then he goes home and gets broken up with. And has his little rant. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, I guess. It's not like it's the first time they kiss, though. No. I mean, him and Joey have kissed. They kissed, like, in three episodes. There's been seven episodes of the show. They've kissed in about half of them. Have they really? I thought they only kissed twice. They kissed in Breakfast Club, and then they kissed here. today. Yeah, I believe they kissed before that too. And then I don't think so. I think the Breakfast Club was the first kiss, maybe. But I feel like one of the film ones they they kissed in. Mm, he's always behind the camera. Yeah, well, she she was supposed to kiss Pacey. How do you th- how do you think she got into that? How do you think she got that role? Ha, ha, Casting ha, ha. couch, you know. Right, saying. right, right. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's essentially the episode. Yep. Big revelations of Dawson and Jen breaking up. And, uh, yeah. And uh, Dawson finally maybe understands that Joey likes him. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if they're ever going to date. They are so much more made for each other than any of the other relationships, even potential relationships in the show. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I mean, they've been together their whole lives anyway. Yeah. So He's a, he's a fucking moron. Yes. Like... <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I, I don't think did I say this last week or did I just say this to you? I think mm-hmm. I just said this to you. When you grow up with somebody and it's like I get sometimes that you're like, Oh, you know, I don't look at her that way because like we're such good friends and stuff like that. But it's like they put they put all this time and effort into formulating the, the bedrock of a very solid relationship and friendship and then when she grew up, it turns out she's fucking hot. And, like, that's just the jackpot, right? <laughs> right. At that point, when she starts to develop as a, a woman, aren't you like, okay, yeah, she's attractive. So now I can we can 
change this into something else. Maybe, but, you know, there's the whole, like, feeling like they were raised together, and maybe, you know, that makes it so you can't see it. I don't know. Maybe. I haven't I haven't been in that situation, so I don't know. But, yeah, oh, it seems weird. Yeah. But anyway, that is the episode for the week. All right, so you can write us at latefee1994awol.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Correct. And share the tapes with your friends. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.